0: I hope you had a good weekend and start to your week i had a pretty good and pretty chill weekend i did go to an amazing um art class uh that was um initially uh bought and paid for in i think at february or march and because of covid there was some rescheduling i had to reschedule because of life things and I finally took the class, and it was awesome. It was alcohol inks, um, which are, I believe, alcohol-based inks, and they react with alcohol, uh, isopropyl alcohol, and um, they make these beautiful fluid, um, art pieces. Um, and they're just fun to work with. Um, you. Don't, you can't really constrain them totally. I'm sure if you're a master artist and you know different methods or you work with different chemicals, you probably could. Uh, but the class was really awesome, and it was taught at a um, local crafting space and um, art store um, called Garage Door Studio here. The instructor Danny was amazing, and I've been taught by one of her colleagues before um, on blanket knitting, so I knew I was in good hands, and I knew I'd have fun. Um, and I made some really pretty things, so I'll post those for you to see. And I'm really glad I did that. Um, I have been like for like the past year. I've signed up for um, different. Uh, development groups and um different classes that would kind of broaden my knowledge base so i've also been trying to get into different tactile art mediums because at heart i don't see myself as an artist because i can't draw I like painting it's fun but you know staying within the lines has been hard for me since i was like five years old um it was a bit traumatizing too in preschool when i couldn't color in the lines on this one picture of a elephant standing on top of a ball i can like just see it like it was yesterday and then my sister who is amazing Uh, When we were little any day, like she'd come home from school and she taught me everything she learned. So I talked to her about my coloring issues and she taught me how to trace within the lines and then only color within where you traced. And that helped me a lot. And I was able to complete that ridiculous elephant picture. I don't know why it was such a big deal for me to stay within the lines. Um, But since then I haven't ever stayed within the lines. So there you go. Um, you know, (laughs) uh, it wasn't nurtured out of me, so, um, I'm not too artsy, but I'm trying to be, and, um, it's really fun, and, and, and with COVID and, and isolation and staying at home and, and doing more things, um, within your own space, I've gotten tons and tons of art palettes, paint palettes, and, um... And I've been got you know you I've gotten tons of journals to write, so this was just one more thing that I could do, and I think I'll do it more often. Um, I'll probably do it with my nieces. I told my sister about it, and she was like, "They would love it." So yeah, um, I hope I can do more of it and just do more, more tactile art um, in general because. It's really a cool way to see your brain working and flowing in a different way. Um, I can talk my head off and I use communication as my medium, but um, art is therapeutic and just gets you out of your head a little bit, especially if you're not having to do it for work, which is refreshing. So yeah, that class is just awesome. Um, Another thing... That happened this weekend is uh, my boyfriend's parents had their 40th wedding anniversary. So that was pretty cool. And his um, siblings organized a video call with them. And um, we were on there along with his grandparents who were so cute and different family members across the country. And it was really nice. We had a toast. Um, it was a little anxiety inducing for me and him because it was like, when are we going to do it? How, like, for me, it was like, how should I look? What should I wear? And then to be um, on a Zoom call with like multiple different parts of the family and just be there and be like, hello, and smile. Um, But it was really nice and it was really touching, and it was good to see everyone. And it's important to remember you have all these people. Everywhere that you could easily talk to whether you pick up the phone you text them or you video call them So that was really nice and a nice way to keep in touch um, Yeah, so my parents had their 40th wedding anniversary last year and they are really they're um, Typical Indian parents. They don't make a big deal out of their wedding um, they had arranged marriage, but uh some people don't know this. My dad had a huge crush on my mom growing up, so he got his girl, and she thought he was pretty cute too. Um, so they, yeah, they had their 40th wedding anniversary last year, and we just we didn't make a big fuss about it. But I did get them this fantastic cake that I love. It's from a small bakery called Le Kroger. Um, it's actually Kroger, and <laughs> it's a Um, I believe it's a white cake um, with strawberry buttercream with real strawberry flavoring. And it's pink, and it's delicious and wonderful. I had first gotten this cake for my mom's um, 60th birthday a couple years ago. Um, I had been searching for a cake. I had gotten up early, and I went to this fancy bakery, and they didn't have anything left. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? So then I went to Publix, and it was sad. And then I went to Kroger, and I was looking. And, like, my. of course I had a contingency plan. I had my sister who could go to a couple places. And, of course, like, Sam's Club has really good cakes. But I didn't just want to get her another Sam's Club cake. Um, I was hoping that bakery could hook me up. But it was a busy day for them, I guess. And uh, I went to Kroger, and I saw this beautiful pink cake. And it said it was like strawberry buttercream. And I was like, what? And it was plain. It was just simple. And I asked the woman um, at the bakery if she could decorate it and write happy birthday to my mom on it. And she's like, okay. And then she hands it back to me. And it had these beautiful roses on it. And I was like, oh my God. And then um, when we had her little party, Um, our family members were like where did you get this cake and I did my whole spiel about the fancy bakery and then I let him know it was Kroger so anytime I can get that cake I will I have gotten it one more time I had seen it just at the like display area and then I did order it for my parents so you know when in doubt you know go to your go to your Local grocer, and you can get a good cake. Or if you're like my boyfriend, and his um his his sister is a pastry chef, she can make you a darn good cake. Uh, my best friend um Rebecca makes me cakes, and my best friend Alice has made me cakes before. But Rebecca, you, starting from when we first met, she would decorate my cakes and make them really cute. Um, I had a Blue from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends cake. I had a Kittens Inspired by Kittens cake. I had a Wimpy Kid cake. I had a Grumpy Cat cake. And then Alice's made me a unicorn cake and just all sorts of stuff. So um, I'm thankful for that. Uh, But in a pinch, your grocery store will do. And Super Target, they have the best chocolate cake, just to just to throw that out there. It's, it's freaking delicious. Um, so I've been talking about cake a lot. Oh my gosh. Um, I did, on the reverse of cake, I did work out a few times last week and I was on the treadmill and I worked out with the weights and a resistance band and I felt really good about myself. I haven't worked out in a few days. I did run errands where I was running around and I it was hitting my step counts. So that was pretty good. Um, but I do need to back on the treadmill and uh, be accountable to what I told you guys about um, working out and uh, I will. Hopefully I'll hop on today and have a good day with it. Um, I have had some little migraines and like just uh, feeling puny um, times lately and I think it's because it's like it was storming the other day and just the weather changed. Today it's like I just checked and it said it was like around 58 degrees. That's nuts. This is Georgia. Uh, people say this is the time of fake fall and then it's going to get really hot again, which it usually does, and then it'll get cold again. Um, I'm thankful for um, sweater weather and fun times ahead. Uh, yeah. So um, thank you so much, you guys for listening for giving me feedback thank you jessica for letting me know that spotify is having issues with the podcast i have been in touch with their support team um i think they when they Do fix it. It will have all of the episodes, but you might have to follow again. I will post about it on the Instagram, and hopefully I'll have that website up soon. I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, But if you need anything, you can always email me at tryyourbestpod at gmail.com and DM me at tryyourbestpodcast on Instagram. So this week, I wanted to talk about being scrappy. And I don't mean being like little me and being a little tough nugget. I mean working with what you have and working with scraps. Basically bits and pieces of things you have at home that you can easily use and repurpose for something new. I grew up in um, Northern California And I am a huge proponent of recycling, reducing, and reusing waste um, at work. If someone threw their Starbucks cup in the trash, I would promptly take it out, remove the lid to be recycled, remove the sleeve to be reused or recycled, and then throw the cup away because I cannot let that happen on my watch. So um, this is all about reusing or repurposing, essentially so the first thing I want to talk to you about is um, fruit and vegetable scraps so my one big thing I've been using a lot lately is lemons lemons are awesome they are great for getting your vitamin C they I just read that they help um, reduce or relieve like mucus in your throat and chest I guess um, and they're just a powerful, um, I don't think they're technically a super fruit, they might be, but if you slice up some lemon and put it in your water, it's really good, it raises your metabolism, and it's just really good for your um, immunity. Immunity, essentially. So when you're cutting up your lemon um, for your water or for a salad, and you use that wedge, after you're done, what you can do is you can put a little salt on that wedge, and you can use it to clean stubborn dishes like um, like wine glasses. Sometimes in the bottom, if you have a stem and there's like a little like indentation or something, or even just in the bottom of your wine glass, um, your red wine just sits there, and you have to either scrub a lot with a brush or a sponge. And you know wine glasses are pretty delicate, so if you just put your your um, Lemon wedge with salt on it, or the, even the little stub of the lemon that still has the citric acid in it, and you can rub it around that glass with your sponge or with your brush, or even just swirl it around or let it sit there, and that will make that wine glass spotless. I've tried it at uh, my parents' house with my dad's one of his favorite wine glasses. It has one of those little spots in the bottom where it just it just gets red and you have to scrub it and you know I've I've broken a glass or two so any help is um, is appreciated you can also take your lemon wedges and you can clean um, other things like you can clean anything that won't be hurt by like a little abrasiveness you can clean the bottom of your pots and pans if they're like enamel based or um, like steel ish, um, you can clean your sink. Some people take um, half a grapefruit and put salt on it and clean their tub. Um, that's a lot of elbow grease for me, so I don't do that. And I, I me mean, I mainly mean for you to use the scraps so you can use a little um, butt of your lemon or um, a, a used lemon wedge. Um, you can also take your used lemon wedges or lemon pieces and slice them up a little bit more. You can put them down your garbage disposal. You can put ice in there or not. I don't put the ice cuz it's really loud and if your garbage disposal can take it. Like if your garbage disposal is like on its last leg, don't do this. But if you've got a good solid disposal, you can run it with the lemons in there and it will clean it up a little bit um, get rid of icky odors and make it wonderful and fragrant smell lemony fresh which is delightful in the kitchen so lemon time um, so the next thing is cucumbers and um, you can also put of course you can put cucumbers in your water It is beneficial for your skin, for your immunity, all sorts of stuff. Um, But I'm not talking about uh, being a doctor. I'm just talking about being a scrapper. So when you use your cucumbers for your salad, for a nice British cucumber salad, and you take those peels and you're about to throw them away, instead of throwing them away, you can put them in your water. So you're not slicing up. actual cucumber and putting in your water you can put the peels in and the peels have the same beneficial properties as the actual cucumber slices because they have the bits of cucumber on it and that um wonderful skin and those little strips in your water bottle look so pretty and nice and you still get that cucumber taste if you do cucumber and lemons and limes it's delicious so try that out and tell me if you like it and both lemons and cucumbers have made it to superfood status so yay um, another type of uh, kitchen scrap I use are apples I first got the idea from Courtney Kardashian who has the lifestyle brand poosh and she Makes apple tea in a large, um, like stock pot or large saute pan every day. And her recipe calls for things like whole apples, and mine is a little bit different. I use a smaller pan and I use the apple peels and sometimes an apple core. So when apples are looking a little sad or I should be um, eating them soon, I will take it and maybe use the apple um, the main apple part and stew it and kind of make kind of like a apple pie um, filling mixture I don't follow the recipe all the way because it calls for like cornstarch to thicken it I just use it so that I can cook the apples and put it in my oatmeal or put it with ice cream Um, so I'll take the apples and I'll either eat them regular or cook them, and then I'll take the peels and send them as a and put it in a little um, saucepan and put like three cups of water in there and boil it and then turn it down to a simmer and let it sit. Um, the longer you let it simmer, the more flavor you'll get. You could put a cinnamon stick in there, you put regular cinnamon, um, Courtney's, recipe has tons of stuff in there um, that I don't put in there. I just go super simple. I also sometimes will take it and I'll take the tea and I'll put in a cup and I'll put a chamomile tea bag in there and it'll make it super nice. Or you could just forego the cinnamon stick and you just put a cinnamon tea, um, tea bag in there and it's just delicious and comforting. I gave some to my boyfriend the last time I made it and he said it was like drinking like nice apple pie, and it's just a different way to use your apple scraps besides just making like filling. Like for people who that have kids and don't, um, the kids don't like to eat the peels. This is a great way to use those peels, and they're delicious. I mean, you could you could you could just eat the peels if you wanted to, or you could put them in um, in water and make tea. You can also make jam out of certain um, fruit scraps like apples, but I. I don't do that. I don't make preserves or anything. Maybe one day I will and be like pioneer woman or something. But for right now, I just make tea, which is good for me. I also use um, – I try to reuse coffee grounds. You can use them in compost, of course, uh, but I use it with soil um, in some of my plants. I have – one of my plants, the whole top layer of – the um planter is coffee and it actually keeps those little bugs away that find your plants and want to live in them and make a nice home so um that's a good way to use coffee um you can also put coffee in the bottom of your trash so your trash doesn't stink um most of these um solutions like when i put it in my plant i i used it dry after it had the coffee had been used and it just dried out. Um, And I've done it with just opening K-cups and dumping them out. And I've also done it with um, just regular drip coffee. So those are neat ways to use coffee. You can also use coffee as a scrub for your body. You can mix it with a little bit of um, a nice um, body oil or uh, coconut oil. And it's a good exfoliant for your legs, and it also um, it has properties that tighten your skin, and um, lots of anti-cellulite items have coffee in them. So who knew, right? Um, they can help your plants grow and help your body glow. That's really dorky, but I hope you liked it. Um, another way to be scrappy with your beauty is I save the little um, jars of eye cream I have and some of the other smaller jars of um, cosmetics and when I have just a little bit of lotion or something left, I put it in the smaller container so I don't have to keep the big container, but this is a pro tip. So when you use sheet masks on your face, they are the little paper masks with the serum on them that you press to your face, and then you look like uh, uh, Mike Myers or uh, any other movie serial killer with a weird creepy mask. Um, but after you take it off, your skin looks beautiful. So those masks, the excess you can put on your neck and your decollete, your decolletes, your um, upper chest, collarbone, shoulders, and it will help that serum will will go into your neck and decollete skin, which we sometimes forget about. But in that little packet of your sheet mask, usually there's tons of serum left. So I will squeeze that bad boy out and put it in my little um, old cosmetics jar for my eye cream, and it'll fit perfectly. And then at night sometimes when I feel like it, when I'm going to bed, I'll just put that serum on my face and it's like I'm using that mask like three or four times because you get so much of that serum goo in there. There's no better way to say it. It just looks like goo. My favorite brands to do this with are the um, K-Beauty brands. I've done it with the Mamonde. that's M-A-M-O-N-D-E. Um, with the Rose Flower Lab Essence Sheet Mask. I've also done it with um, the honey, M- Manuka Honey Masks. Um, there's lots of brands from New Zealand. And um, those masks are so hydrating and just make your skin feel really good. So you can save that mask. And, you know, some of these sheet masks are like $4. Some of them are $10. Some of them are more so you can get uh, more for your money if you just save that little bit of serum that's still in there in that package. Um, going along the lines of um, using every last drop is I um, purchased a tube ringer. and tube ringers um, in the past have generally been been for paint tubes and things like that, but you can use them for. Your toothpaste, um, anything that comes in a tube. Um, My grandpa, he used to cut the tubes of toothpaste because you can't really get that last bit. I'm, I try to use like my brute strength and get like all the toothpaste out. And with these new bottles of toothpaste with like the cool lid that can stand up, it's hard to get that stuff out of there. And my boyfriend uses lots of. Like his toothpaste comes in a tube, of course. His uh, SPF that he loves, it's Neutrogena Hydro Boost that comes in a tube. Um, The Kiehl's moisturizer he uses comes in a tube. I, of course, I use SPF as well, but I use it in my um, cosmetic brand moisturizer. Um, If you use um, other SPF brands, they do come in tubes like this. I don't do the spray or the aerosols because I feel like it's unnecessary for the environment. So, yeah. Um, So with the tube ringer, you essentially just put your end of the tube in the little slot and then you twist and you keep twisting and it pushes the product all the way to the opening of the tube, essentially and uh it's pretty handy and it's really fun um there's some cute ones on instagram not instagram on amazon and i first learned about these two bringers and some really good brands from the new york times strategist newsletter and that is a newsletter about um, style and good sales and cool, useful things to buy. So um, I got that tube ringer for my boyfriend because I thought it would be super helpful and handy. While you're in the bathroom, bringing out your tubes and uh, making sure you get every last bit of your products, you can also take a look at your floss. Um, Everyone needs to floss. Hopefully we're all flossing once or twice a day. It is super helpful and um it is a little wasteful lots of the floss containers especially the small travel ones just waste a lot of plastic in the packaging but that packaging is pretty awesome when you're done using your floss you can open up the package remove that little blade in there carefully remove the blade and open up the slot with the little round um, piece that had your floss wrapped around it. You can take that container and you can put in um, wired earbuds like the ones you use on an airplane or just regular wired earbuds if you still use them for safekeeping. Um, And you can use washi tape or anything you want to decorate that little floss case. It's good for kids to keep their um, ear um those wired earphones in um you can also i just thought of this you could probably put thread in there and keep that blade in and put like white thread or black thread for mending i'm gonna try it out and see if that blade will work for um thread and that might be a good pro tip um from me, yours truly, Trish from Try Your Best. Um, but yeah, those floss packages are so handy and so sturdy. Like especially the nicer brands. Like, what, what, why are we, why are we protecting this floss so much? Like, just how, how even? Um, so you can use those little containers for um, mainly. I've seen um, little tutorials on putting your Earbuds in them. And I'm going to try the thread tool I just um, told you about. But you can also put earplugs in them for when you're traveling. um, When you go to hotels or when you're like staying somewhere different. I know sometimes it's a little weird to go from, um, especially lots of us now um, who are uh, like single folks who are staring at their parents and then going back to the city. The sounds of the city take a minute to get used to or even the quietness of like just being in a home or hearing those house sounds when you live in the city and then you hear house sounds like creaking or the frogs croaking outside of crickets you're like this is weird this is like a scary movie (laughs) for city folk that sounds so ridiculous um when i'm saying it uh but um earplugs in those super protective floss cases Um, You can also, depending on the opening at the top and how the closure is, you can put your vitamins in there. You can put a daily dose of your medication if you're on medication. Just the world is your oyster with these little floss containers. I mean, they're amazing. You can do so much with them. But my, um, my favorite tips are the earplugs, the earbuds, and... The thread um so tell me like if you do something else with them or if you find a cool new use for them let me know i'm here for it another thing we should be cognizant of um, not wasting and reusing is water Um, we've been washing our hands a lot more and a lot more properly because of COVID-19, when we brush our teeth, sometimes we have the water running, but make sure you have it turned off either while you're sudsing your hands up or brushing your teeth and you don't need that water um, because it'll save you a lot. There are lots of ways we use water that we don't think about that can be um, kind of modified or we can reuse that water. I use this awesome pro tip to see if um eggs are fresh or not you take a container or bowl full of water and you put the egg in it and if the egg sinks and stays at the bottom that means the egg is fresh if it kind of leans kind of towards the top that means that egg is going to go bad soon and if it floats that egg is rotten and you don't need to eat it Um, But then once you're done testing your eggs, what are you going to do with them? If you're not going to boil your eggs in that water, there are so many uses for it. You can save that water to put in your plants. You can either pour it directly um, in your planters or you can put it in a spray bottle um, to mist and spray your plants either um, inside or on your porch. In the same vein of that you can use cooled down boiled water um, from your eggs or other vegetables you can use that for your plants um, you can use uh, water that has been used to boil vegetables in other cooking recipes um, i found this super helpful article from tree hugger on um eight a- cooking liquids you shouldn't toss. And since we're going back to water and back in the kitchen, kind of, I'm gonna go over these with you. So the first one is aquafaba. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-F-A-B-A. And that is the water that comes in a can of chickpeas or garbanzo beans. Um, it The water, when you when you pour it out you can beat it and use it as a substitute for egg whites in pretty much any recipe it's super neat and it's kind of interesting like how you can use just like just leftover liquid i would uh, make sure that your beans are in um, safe cans at bpa free cans some cans have um linings that are Per, supposed to protect the vegetable, but um, some of those linings aren't that good. So just make sure you're using a good brand that you trust um, for your beans and your aquafaba. Pickle juice is the next liquid you can reuse. Eat those pickles and pickle something else. You can definitely throw carrots in there. You can throw garlic, all kinds of things. And you can use that juice in um, just for... We're regular pickles, or you could. um, It says you can use them in a Bloody Mary to add zing, um, which is pretty exciting. You can use juices from marinades like artichoke hearts and olives and sun-dried tomatoes to put in your dishes to punch them up. You can use um, the water from boiling corn to um, again cool down and put in your plants as fertilizer. Um, you can use water from boiled vegetables um, in your soups and your sauces You can cool them down and cool the water down and put the water in your vegetables You can use the starchy water from boiling potatoes into your um, Mashed potatoes to make them fluffier that starch will make them delicious You can also use it to enhance um Bread, pizza, and biscuit dough, that's kind of interesting. Um, I think I would be scared to do that, but if you're a skilled baker, go for it. And uh, the star, pasta water. Pasta water is delicious and starchy, and anytime you make pasta with a separate sauce, make sure you're using a couple, at least a couple of tablespoons of that starchy pasta water to thicken up your sauce. Any kind of sauce and if you feel like that's too much water just t- keep an eye on it the water will in your sauce it will kind of boil out of there and evaporate but the starchiness helps to thicken any sauce and give it like a silky texture um, this article also says to use juice from canned fish I had a cat and anytime you open any kind of can of tuna or anything, she would come running. And I think dogs like it too. It says you can use the liquid from cans of tuna, salmon, or other fish as a special treat for your cat or dog. Um, canned fish is high in omega-3 fatty acids. It's really good for your pets, really good for their skin. Make sure you talk to your vet about this before just giving them um canned fish willy-nilly or the liquid from canned fish just to make sure and lots of pets are on special diet so you don't want to hurt their tummies um but um the liquid is a nice little treat for them so you can give it to them sparingly as long as your vet is okay with that and for anything any kind of scrap you want to give to your pet make sure it's cool with your vet and um if you don't talk to your vet regularly especially now because we're in covid see if you can find their email address or um find a good vet on social who answers questions because everybody is helping everybody now now um because we don't see each other all the time um so those are some good liquids going back into the kitchen and how to use kitchen scraps um another um, liquid you can use is if you have that little bit of salsa and you're like oh no I don't have enough for chips you can throw that little bit of salsa just put a teaspoon of water in there and shake the jar and put it in your pasta sauce to add a little bit more flavor um, a little bit more chunkiness um, you can add it to your diced tomatoes and basil and olive oil um, for your pasta you can um, add it to a little cheese. And make a fun cheese sauce um and, and while you're taking an inventory of your salsa you can also look at your jams and jellies and jelly jams and if you just have like a teeny bit of jelly or jam you can add a little bit of water um microwave it just be careful microwave it like slow low intervals like 10 seconds keep an eye on it and you can use that as a glaze for pastries, um, for cheesecake, for any kind of cake. Um, uh, if you're scared, you can test a little bit first and then like swipe off that little bit and eat it. Uh, but a little bit of watered down, um, jelly or jam is a delicious, uh, dessert topping. Um, you could also probably put it on ice cream. That would, that would be wonderful, especially if you've got kids or adults like my boyfriend who loves grape jelly, that would be super fun on um, on an ice cream scoop. If you think about it, throughout history, all types of cultures have used um, scraps from their environment, from their cooking to make different foods or to enhance their, um, their diet in all sorts of ways. You've seen it in the South with Southern cooking and slaves using different um, ingredients that they were able to get to make some of the most delicious foods we eat in the South today. Um, There's um, Latin cultures that use corn husks for empanadas. And um, island um, cultures and island people that use banana leaves to cook fish and desserts and anything you can imagine. So utilizing our resources in every part of plants and foods has been ingrained in human culture since like the beginning of time. Um, all I want you guys to think about now is how to use, these things now. I mean, we have a culture where we can get anything new on Amazon right away. We've got a Target in every um, big city or town that we can run to and get anything we want. But sometimes we don't need these things. And we have a ton of stuff, a ton of plastic, a ton of Food waste, and if we just think about it a little bit differently, we can help the environment and help um, help just enrich our lives. I mean, just a cup of cup of apple tea will just make you feel so happy, and all that took was some leftover apple peels. So I hope you think about that and let me know if you have any scrap tips. Um, and if you're able to utilize any of these tips, I'd love to hear from you. And if I think of more or have more that I come across, I'll let you know. Um, besides scrapping it up, I, uh, finished the book by Samantha Irby. I mentioned it to you last week. It's called, we are never going to meet in real life. Um, I didn't do Samantha Irby justice. She is amazing. Um, her book was basically kind of a bit of a memoir and it was full of essays about her life. Some bits are a little graphic. So if you think you'd be offended by, um, talking about sex, talking about, um, different graphic things, maybe don't read or listen to her books or don't listen to them in the car with your kids. Definitely. But she is a great writer, Um, she's so funny, she sneaks little inside jokes and little funny bits and pieces into each one of her um, essays and she's just great. Um, The New York Times did a story about her new book called, Wow, No Thank You, and this is what they say about her. This is her voice, deadpan, confiding, companionable, is that a word? If it is, it's a great word, companionable. It can ascend to high silliness, a passionate, utterly unforgivable defense of the minor works of the Dave Matthews Band, for example, and then, without any strain, carry us into the darkest rooms in her past. As a child growing up in Illinois she was the sole caretaker of a mother with multiple sclerosis she attempted suicide at 13 after years of strain her parents died six months apart when she was still a teenager her father an alcoholic froze to death on the streets she dropped out of college lived in her car for three months squatted where she could Once upon a time, I lived in a crack house, she writes in this new collection. It wasn't so much a crack house as it was a rooming house that a lot of people who enjoyed smoking crack cocaine lived in, but crack house rolls off the tongue better, so I'll just call it that. I found her book to be really delightful and humorous and um, the same way I like to joke about a serious thing sometimes to help cope. Um, with life she does that um, but she's far more talented at it than I am Um, she is fantastic and if you get a chance get one of her books her name is Samantha Irby that's S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A and her last name is Irby I-R-B-Y she runs the blog Bitches Gotta Eat And I believe that's her Instagram handle too. And she's written um, for lots of things. And she has written for Tuca and Birdie. It's an animated um, show on Adult Swim. And it features the super talented Tiffany Haddish. So check that out if you like fun humor and you like Tiffany Haddish. I'm also now reading a book called Educated um, by Tara Westover, and it's amazing. I'm not done with it yet, so I'm not going to tell you too much. Um, it's been a lot, on a lot of book lists, and, um, parallel to Samantha Irby's books, um, it's kind of a memoir. She talks about growing up, her education, and abuse in her life. Um, her, her trajectory Kind of was a little bit different than Samantha's, um, so it's neat to see them, and like kind of go from one book where Samantha doesn't have the higher education, but does have the lower school education um, that um, Tara Westover and Educated does not have, and then Tara has a just so many opportunities in higher education. It is wild, and it's 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 neat to see how when you are nurtured and you're basically encouraged to learn and grow how you can flourish. I see some parallels in my life um, between myself and these writers, like um, when I started um, my job at Cartoon Network, I had a really good friend and colleague who made me feel inferior because of the college I went to. And I had to just kind of step back and think about it. And I got a really great education and I knew that. And I wasn't paying student loans like this person was because I got a scholarship and my dad was really nice as well Um, and paid for school. But, uh, you know, you shouldn't feel bad or different because your education is not the same as someone else's. You should never feel bad or different because your learning is the same as someone else's. We're learning now that people learn by reading. So if you pronounce a word wrong, That's okay. It's not a big deal. I mean, I've been corrected in college. My boyfriend's been corrected in college. There's so many words that you grow up just not knowing until you hear them later. Um, There's so many words or definitions of things that are changing. So we're learning and growing. Um, The word ask being said as "ax." That's okay because that's how it was a long time ago and you know for a while we were correcting people and i i did it for not for not saying acts but it's okay as long as you understand what the person is saying it doesn't matter how they're saying it as long as they get their feelings and their emotions and meaning across so it's kind of neat to look at those two books and um just think about Life and how everyone's story is different, and you know I love everyone's stories. Um, yeah, I'm still catching up on um, old episodes of Below Deck, loving um, the season with Asia and Anastasia and Jack and Travis and even Joelle um, and of course Hannah. And I also started the original Below Deck the first season is uh is terrible it's like the brand cereal of bravo (laughs) it's terrible to say the brand cereal of bravo brand is good it's good for you it's okay um yeah so i'm just below decking it up i haven't watched the newest episode of this season because this season is a dumpster fire and uh i am uh excited to see how that reunion will turn out. Uh we're also watching the boys. We watched the latest episode. It was really good and exciting. So, that was awesome. I need to get into more um shows. I just finished Never Have I Ever. Um a show made by Mindy Kaling. Um it's funny to be an Indian person and want a show with an Indian lead or made by an Indian person comes out. Um, it's funny to see how many people ask you if you've seen it or if you like it. And (laughs) I know it comes with the territory. I mean, people think I'm Mindy, so that's fine. Um, I hadn't watched it. I had watched the first episode with my oldest niece and it was so cringy and so like, that, uh, we had to stop. And I even asked my niece questions and I'm like, are you like that? Are your friends like that? And she's very stern with me. She's like, do you know me? And I was like, okay. Um, But I did finish the show and it was really cute and ridiculous and fun. And the um, finale ended in a way that I thought was good and nice. And it's emotional and there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, The death of a parent, being a nerd, having a crush on a super hot guy, uh, just all kinds of teenage angsty stuff. Uh, But it was good, and they're apparently making another season, so that's awesome. And I don't know if you know, but um, Mindy had open castings for um, Asian-American actresses, so that was really cool that she went out there and she had open castings that she promoted on social, and that's how this young woman got the lead role as Devi in this show. So, pretty good. Um, I have tons of updates for you on mindfulness apps and um, recommendations and things so I'll get to that soon and please check out the Instagram page for updates and just little moments of happiness and advice and thank you so much get out there get scrappy and try your best bye